Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, March 4th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on COVID relief in the Senate. Number two, a New York Republican's case for running for governor. And number three, the Capitol Hill security threat. Before we get into it, we also have a big announcement for us at Punchbowl News that Tuesday, March 9th at 6 p.m., White House Chief of Staff Ron Klain is going to join us for a virtual conversation. We hope you'll join us for what will indeed be a substantive discussion about the White House's policy priorities, legislating, and strategy. All right, back to the headlines. The Senate is taking up the COVID relief package in earnest, Jake. Yeah, uh, finally, we're getting to the the Senate's going to get to the floor pretty soon. So here's the deal. Um, the Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is waiting for the congressional scorekeepers, the Congressional Budget Office and Joint Committee on Taxation, to send his bill back to the um, send his bill back to the Senate and to see it, if, it's in, if it's in compliance with these really wonky budget rules, these rules that allow them to proceed on a fast track to passage. Once he gets that, it's going to be a really long week for Chuck Schumer because <laughs> once he gets this thing back, he's going uh, uh, Ron Johnson, the Republican senator from Wisconsin, is going to um, force the clerk to read the whole bill out loud. This bill, 600 pages. Nobody can say they haven't read the bill at this point, though. I mean, he kind of takes one yeah, of the, listen, the right. They can't say that. Points. That's a good point. I hadn't thought of that. So um once he does that, that 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 reading in and of itself takes 10 hours so let's say they you know they they get 10 hours of reading on the floor that's brutal they don't all have to be there but it's not fun after that there's 20 hours of debate so tw- that's 20 hours on top of the 10 hours reading and then you get into what's called a voterama where uh, uh senators can offer any amendment that they want and um that takes forever. And Ron Johnson has also threatened to force the clerk to read aloud all the amendments. So Ron Johnson's not going to be a popular dude this week uh, in, the, in the Senate uh, as, as Congress kind of barrels toward passage of this COVID relief bill. I mean, let's just like take a step back, though. Ron John <laughs> clearly doesn't care whether his colleagues like him or not, because this is not going to be popular, as you say, making them, you know, delay this vote for quite a while. But it's all theater. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter if it's another 10 hours, another 20 hours. Democrats have basically coalesced an agreement that they are going to, I mean, but for some very dramatic shift, they're going to vote to pass this bill Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has basically said he he believes that no Republicans going to vote for it. So this is all kind of I mean, it's really kind of classic Congress. And I think oftentimes what people hate about Washington is we know the end game, but we're going to drag it out for, you know, let's call it 48 hours, 72 hours until we get to the next phase of this. Yeah, it's it's brutal. And and that this is indeed why people don't like Congress, among many other <laughs> many other reasons. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, maybe we should do a podcast on that, right? Exactly. But no, this is um, uh, the the passage is pretty much certain at this point, unless something bizarre happens, as you said. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the day. Obviously, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, 
embroiled in multi-scandals in terms of allegations about sexual impropriety and harassment, as well as dealing with fallout from uh, a COVID-related scandal about um, nursing homes. There's a lot of questions, I think, circulating around the future that he has in politics right now. And you talk to Representative Lee Zeldin, Republican from New York, probably somebody that a lot of the listeners here aren't necessarily familiar with. He's not a day-to-day kind of leader that a lot of people might know. What what should we know about Lee Zeldin? Yeah, I I think I would I would say though he's probably the most um prominent New York Republican at this point. Um and he's he represents the eastern part of Long Island including uh some pretty conservative parts and the Hamptons. So uh about, you know, a quarter to a half of of the island of Long Island, and he's running. He's he sounds like he, when we talked to him yesterday, he sounds like he's running for governor. He hasn't officially put his put his name in the, but he's definitely. I mean, it sounded like this is more than a. I'm going to test the waters and get my name in yeah. a couple of news stories. Yeah, it looks like he's going to run. I mean, so and and John Bresnahan, our colleague, keeps reminding us and reminding me and reminding Zeldin that um, the New York has had one. Republican governor since 1974, and that was George Pataki, uh, and that's nearly, you know, 30 years ago, uh, or, you know, 27 years ago, and uh, that's when he was first elected. So the dude, Zeldin has a, a high hurdle. The interesting thing was we asked him whether, you know, he Zeldin was very close to Donald Trump, remains very close to the Trump kind of orbit, and we asked him uh, if he thought that would drag him down in 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 New York, which is obviously a very blue state where people are not very uh, interested in Trump. And Zeldin said that the former president uh, in 2022, when the election is, the former president is not going to be a top issue at all. I think that's probably fair, but I would assume that that um, that's not how Democrats see the situation. I don't know if Donald Trump wants to hear that. <laughs> no, yeah, I do wonder that, too. But listen, if Zeldin can win and this is how he could win, I mean, maybe that's a maybe that's a, a, an acceptable distance. The number three story continues to percolate, which is security on Capitol Hill. Uh, March 4th is a big day for some of the QAnon conspiracy theorists. They believe this is the day that Donald Trump is going to reassume his uh, authority and presidency. Obviously not going to happen. There has been some drama, though, and I, I think it's important. We were talking about this before we started recording about the decision by House Democrats to... Um, you know, kind of postpone a vote today. And what does that mean? Because I think for people that maybe aren't as in the weeds, it seems like all of a sudden the threat, which is real, and that clearly this, the whole campus is still very militarized. There's 10,000 National Guard's troops. But it's it's not as if, you know, the potential threat really stopped them from doing business, right? No, the House did kick over some some work, meaning they they had votes scheduled for today, for Thursday. They made those votes on uh, Wednesday night. They finished late Wednesday night. I, you know, it doesn't seem like this. This is not they're not like, you know, I, the, the change wasn't that dramatic, I would say. And the Senate is still doing its business right without that. That would actually be have pretty big impact. Yeah, that's right. The Senate is the Senate's doing its business. And, and frankly, um, 
you know, the work is going on. And I, I just haven't find it very hard to believe. I, I read some coverage late last night that said, you know, obviously the same kind of large scale protest, large scale, not even protest, insurrection cannot happen given how militarized and how, how fortified the capital is the minute. And, um, but there could, there is concern, I think for, for, um, you know, lone wolf attacks. I think that's the main concern at this point. And I mean, I'm going to be up there today, so I hope nothing happens. But, uh, you know, Democrats can't in the Senate can't really afford to push off their work just because of all the dynamics with the COVID relief bill. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.